It's the No Class Podcast with your hosts Eddie and Matt Danger Gullet. Danger. Well, here we are once again, back again with a long con report for 2019. What a weekend, man. So we're tired. We have very little time. We're trying to squeeze this one out for you. I got a little con crud going. That's always good, though. What's a con without a little con crud? You have to have it. Have to. Well, that's when that's the mark of a fine con. It's you know. the rules. It is. Duh. We do have another episode. We have Brendan LaSalle's episode in the bank. Oh, yeah. So you probably get that in a week or two, but maybe just ego or whatever. But I thought you guys might want to hear the con report more urgently, more pressing. Uh, they probably want to hear Brendan, actually. but <laughs> You don't think they want to hear about the con? Because the interview is not specifically about the con it's a no, little no. it's not as time sensitive i'd say even though brendan had some very nice things to say about the con well we had a gun yeah to his head i mean so what's know. he gonna do yeah this is texas we're outlaws mofo yep speaking of brendan let's jump in and start with the con started for us on thursday absolutely and so you know we we darted over we, we drove an hour east picked up brendan Came here, let him get freshened up at the hotel, and then drove an hour west to lovely Tyler, Texas, for a game at the amazing Geek World Gamery. But sadly, due to inclement weather, frigid cold, and beating winds, and the forces of hell, no one was available to game at Geek World. So we were not embarrassed by that at all. Not a bit. To all of our friends in Tyler, you're dead to us. Yeah. <laughs> Crawl back in your hole. You sons. Anyway, so that was Thursday. We had some delicious fuzzy taco. We did. I love a fuzzy taco. I don't know if Brendan had had that chain of taco before, but he seemed like he enjoyed it. I believe so. I'm, I'm glad he got to have some good uh, uh, East Texas you know, cuisine. He got to have tacos and whatnot. Thursday was also a special day for another reason. What would that be? It was somebody's birthday i know and i want to thank everybody that came up and shook my hand and patted my back and made sure you got the con crud exactly thank you so much but it really was it was kind of like someone's like did you get to celebrate your birthday and i said yeah i did and really in a big way because everybody was really nice and and it really yeah i really appreciate it so on the way back from tyler we roll back into longview and we got in a little bit of a birthday game with Brendan. Yeah, that was fun. And we got to play with our buddies, Ian and Matt. Right? Yeah, and I'm trying to think that module was Symptom of the Universe. I think so, yeah. That's my best guess. Right on. Part of the unreleased stuff that we get to play. What do you call it? His Septa? Yeah. Septology? Black Sabbath. Yeah. There's a bunch of them. Yeah. So but it was fun. We were enjoying it. We were There was like a mystery and we're inside some dude's death dream or whatever. I mean, talk about what a, what a concept. It was cool. So I think Thursday kicked off for us about, I don't know, seven o'clock or something crazy. And it ended about midnight. midnight. Yeah. So, you mean, how could I have possibly got concrete with all the sleep deaths that I kept myself in all weekend, but oh well. And then Friday started for us on about seven o'clock. Yep. Yep. We had to rush to uh, be there. So some of our vendors could set up early. Traditionally, we're like, eh, we'll see you at 10. Nope. <laughs> but I can see why. We had one vendor that really had so much stuff and such an elaborate setup. It took a while to, to set all that up. Yeah, when they said how much time they would need to set up, 
I said, no way, no way will it take that long. And it took him about seven hours from what I saw to get yeah. completely set up. Yeah, it was wild. But what a setup. And man, it, you know, I say what you will about bringing that much stuff. I mean, I think it paid off for him because I know they made money and, oh, yeah. be, and everybody was just starstruck with their setup, you know, and they did well. I think that was splat games. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but we, we appreciate, thank you to all of our vendors, you know, Splat and Etten Games, Geek World, Inkling, uh, Story Crafts, um, Dirthen's Bags. Can he do it, folks? Can who is the, the one game, the author, the guy, that had the wolf on his table, werewolf? That was Adventure Maximum. And I feel bad I didn't get a picture of that damn werewolf. I kept meaning to do it. I just never did. And I want to say it was Dennis McDonald. Yeah, Dennis McDonald was our author. Yeah. And, oh, and Frog God, of course, duh. I can't leave Frog God out. They had quite the booth. And they had a lot of neat product. They had some cool stuff that I've been looking forward to. Tomb of Horrors for 5e. That is kick-ass stuff. And you got Teagle Manor yep. for 5th edition. Teagle Manor is a classic. Yep. A lot of great stuff from the Frogs. It was great to see those guys. But we'll get to that, I guess. And? I think you're missing two. Two? Just to stump you, to rack your brain. I don't like you right now. One was new. New Big Dragon. New Big Dragon. Oh, God, man. Yeah. We love Richard LeBlanc. Yeah, New Big Dragon. But he showed up kind of late. That's what threw me off my game. Yeah, and I think he's talking about premiering something at Long Con Spring for oh, all that. you D30 fans out and, there. And that's not the only premiere we might be having, but the other one's kind of a secret. Psst. Yeah, that's going to be awesome if that one goes through. Not yeah. that the D30 one won't be awesome, but no, no. I mean, we're that one seems like that one's pretty much locked in. We can yeah. chat about it and we'll expect it and look forward to it and all that. I own everything that Richard LeBlanc makes. If, if you're doing an old school game and you don't have his stuff, you're an idiot. And even if it's not old school, he's got his D30 like world builder stuff. That is phenomenal. I use that to build a, a DCC campaign my world. And I thought that book is just priceless. It's it's awesome stuff. Well, I'm going to go to this, and then I'm going to go back to old school. Sure. Crystal Elf. Mm. Never forget Crystal Elf. She's been there yeah. since, day, yeah, since one. day one. She's been at all of our cons. Yeah, I mean, Long say, cons, Red Long, River cons. Red River. She's been, a, she's been a solid addition, you know, every time. But back to the old school. Yeah. We were lucky enough to get Etten games in. Yeah. I mean, David is a great guy. Every year when I go to NTRPG, that's the booth I make a beeline to. And I love my buddy, you know, Ben Barsh and uh, uh, Ben uh, Burns. Burns, you know, uh, Bill Barsh, Ben Burns. Yeah. And uh, uh, always have to shake their hands, see what they have on their tables. Usually buy some stuff there. But really, I'm don't be mad, guys. But David's Etten Games is, is that's the one I'm always like, I got to go see what they have because he's always got something that blows my mind or surprises me or is like, what, where'd he get this? And then what's crazy is he'll have something that's hard to find and then it'll be like in mint condition and he's giving it away. I'm like, is this like needful things or something? Like, because I mean, yeah, maybe he's... you know, I mean, you have to wonder because I remember I, I, money was a little tight. We just got back from Italy, me and the missus. And I'm like, put the, I put the, the word on her. Like you got to watch your expenditures woman, you know? And then damned at the con, I said, stay away from his booth, stay away from his booth, stay away from his booth. And I came over just to shake his hand and talk with him. And I glanced over at one of the containers. I was like, ooh, who was that? Oh, my. And yeah, he had like some of those old, old school modules, ones that are pastel. Mm-hmm. And I went, well, they probably got bad, you know, rust on the staples and probably the maps have been, you know, uh, uh, their periphery have been pulled out. Or something. No, man. 
they were in pristine condition. They weren't, didn't have edge wear, no rust in the staples. And I thought, well, I can't afford them. So I, but I asked, made that classic mistake. Well, how much? And he looks at his phone. He looks on the internet. He goes, I'll give them to you for X amount, which was, I'm just like, oh crap. You got me. Hooks right there in the mouth, man. Had to, but, and he had some kick-ass old lead. Anyway, yeah. But then he had a lot of cool new school stuff. Uh, I got the uh, Savage Worlds box set thing. It's like 150 bucks. Mm-hmm. That thing is packed full of so much cool stuff. It's got a screen and a World Builders book. And it's got the Benny chips. And it's got a deck of cards. And it's got, you know, these... Anyway, it's just it's packed full of so much crap. It's a really good deal. Well, I got a second edition Ravenloft book that I've been looking for. And speaking about new stuff, he had this new GM screen stat tracker. Oh, yeah, that thing was sexy. He did a review on it. His, I guess, it's a video podcast. Sometimes he does product reviews. Sometimes he's doing interviews. It's called Slaying with Dice. Uh-huh. Check it out. He definitely sold me one of those stat trackers with that mm-hmm. video. Oh, yeah. It's pretty much got the whole monster manual. Oh, wow. So you don't have to drag that book around with you if you know, like, hey, these are the five or ten things they're going to run in tonight. Just bring those little bookmark looking Yeah, things. just yeah. pull out that little bookmark thing. You They're can really hang it right over the GM nice. screen yeah. if you're used to doing your tracking that way. All the, all the information, and you can do these for your PCs too, all the information will be facing the GM, and all the names are facing the players and in the initiative image. order. Like a quick little thumbnail image, it seemed like, was on the, the side showing the boards of players. Yeah. So they get a little image and a name. Yeah, yeah. But that was really cool. I picked That's that brilliant. up. And, yeah, getting Etten Games was a big coup for oh, us. Yeah. I've really been wanting them to come. And I, we're not an old school con, but I'd like to be a all-the-time con, new school, yeah. old school. So absolutely. getting them and ha- being able to represent that yeah. was a big deal to me. Oh, absolutely. And more old school, I finally checked out that Osric book. Uh-huh. I love it. That's oh. from the Black Blade Publishing folks. Yeah. They sent us some goodies, and I got a chance to check out that book. Well, isn't one of those like Alan Grow? Like, I guess the guy that calls himself Grow Dog or whatever. Yeah, and John Harshberg. Yeah, and the thing about it is, he's he's like he owns the longtime uh, Greyhawk uh, internet page where it's all this lore and history compiled through the years on you know living the Greyhawk world. And yeah, he's definitely one of the old school guys. And but I always knew I've had I've had the Osric book in my hand a dozen times. I've never pulled the trigger. Because I've not really consistently run an old school campaign. But with right. you running old school games at cons, I could have told you that's an asset because it's all that stuff compiled in one place. And just changing the font for yeah. older eyes is yeah. so much easier to read and it's so much better laid out. Yeah, because that's why it's such a thick book because the font's a little bigger. But yeah, as the we're not when we we're not in the eighties and nineties anymore. Yeah, I mean I can't that little small print don't cut it. Yeah. yeah. So sure, absolutely. Um Yeah, so Friday Friday. We kicked it off about getting up at seven, getting up there at eight. Yeah. And then doors opened at noon. Yeah. Games started at one. Yep. And um, we had a good turnout. <clears throat> we we actually sold out by by Saturday. We had sold every every ticket, every spot we could. So I mean, what a what a coup that that this year we we had a complete and total sellout. Some of them were day passes, but still. Yeah, this one, I think everybody, well, everybody loved the new digs. Oh, absolutely. Everybody loved the new space. Mm-hmm. We weren't cramped in. Everybody loved that. Vendors were in it, you know, could spread out and whatnot. But that's what we wanted. Yeah. We didn't want you to be cramped. Technically, we could have sold more. I mean, if people had come up, I guess we could have kept shoving them in. Mm-hmm. But we had a limit that we knew what we wanted in there. 
Yeah. And and the our biggest concern is we want to make sure there's enough game masters and games for the players. How how wrong would that be to sell a ticket and someone show up and go, Well, I couldn't get in a game, there weren't any games available. I'd feel terrible. So we're not gonna, you know God bless there were some people that bought tickets and then just plopped down at a table and just kinda looked sad and I'd go over and go, What's going on, buddy? And they're like, Well, the the games are already going. I'm like, I'd pick them up by the hand, go, Come on. I'd walk into a table where I'd see only two or three people and go, Hey game master, room for one more? Yeah. There you go, buddy. And I, you know, but I mean, I had to give them that little usher, you know. But yeah, everybody got game that I know of. Everybody raved about the venue, you know. I mean, why not? The venue was phenomenal. Just what a great venue. Yeah, I said just that venue alone made us look professional. And then because it was big enough space, everyone could spread out noise. I had a lot of people that complained in the past about oh yeah, you know, noise. No, I, I never felt that. Like when I ran my game, I didn't have to holler top of my lungs, you know. You did anyway, but you didn't I did, have duck, to. That's what I do, but still, like I love someone who goes. Your voice carries. I was like, that's an understatement. Well, I don't know if you noticed what Brendan did. He put himself over in a corner and, and shouted it. into the corner. Yeah, brilliant. Smart I, move. Like we talked about going to cons, you'll see something brilliant and go. I'm going to steal that idea because I've been told that <clears throat> my voice carries in the future. I thought, that's brilliant. I'm going to put myself in a corner. I'm going to face the corner. Nobody puts baby in a corner. Well, but they're going to put this baby. Baby Matt. Baby Matt. Matt. Danger baby gullet. Yep. There you go. Well, were there any exceptional games that you could think of on Friday? We haven't well, mentioned David Beatty yet. Oh, yeah. David, our other special guest. That was, I'll tell you a little, little anecdote. So, Beatty, uh, like Eddie said, Brendan put himself in the back left corner. And Beatty was sitting there before, in between his games, you know, chatting with him. And so Beatty, you know, that wonderful, you know, Carolina draw. draw. And I love that. He says, like, like we don't have a draw, but he says, uh, where am I at, Matt? You know, and I said, oh, you're in the traditions room. Traditions. I said, yeah, it's down by the check-in desk, that beautiful glassed-in room with the fireplace and the big, huge conference table. And he goes like, oh, my. And he gave Beatty crap. He goes, well, it looks like I'm in the deluxe room, Beatty, not you. Suck mm -hmm. it. <laughs> and Beatty was like, ah, F off, you know. It was hilarious. But, yeah, um, Beatty, it was funny to watch a little bit of pleasant, you know, rivalry there and, uh, but yeah, Beatty started his, I think his first game was probably in the, the Ula La Put Your Pinky Out Traditions room. Sponsored by the Longview Computer Center. Thank Cody, you. we dropped a plug for you. Yeah, thank Longview you. Longview Computer Center, Yeah, where all of your computers will be centralized. <laughs> thank you. But yeah, but then the really exciting. You won't be able to sponsor it next time. <laughs> yeah, You've already heard this, right? Yeah, the, the frogs. frogs are planning the on frogs sponsoring it. Sponsored. That's where Bill Webb's going to be holding court probably out of there. Um. Yeah, I'm going to jump the gun and talk about that room a little bit more. Sure, go ahead. When I was running my game on Saturday, mm -hmm. we had a few ladies in the group who were a little cooler, because mm -hmm. I'm going to keep it in that room a little bit cooler, yeah. but it's got that nice built-in fireplace. Oh, yeah. Cozy. So they could go over and sit in the fire, and that was just wonderful when you can do such great temperature control like that. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, how, how cool. When's the last time you got to play a D&D &D game on a big, thick, gorgeous mahogany table with a fireplace nearby? You know, noise. Yeah, it was really nice. Very All right. nice. Sexy. Back to awesome games on Friday. Friday night, though, the big game, the one that was on everyone's lips, the most pivotal, just amazing game ever, was my tournament game. I didn't hear anything about that. What happened? I don't doubt it. Anyway, um, it was Death by Nexus. And, Death uh, by Nexium. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Enjoy those kidneys being blown out. Death by Nexium. But no, um, 
uh, uh, you know, it was three teams of three, law, chaos, neutrality. Again, neutrality rose to the top. Well, I had heard that someone had already won that in the pre-trial, the pre-run of it. The oh, that was me. Yeah, playing neutral. I think it must be biased towards neutral. That's the only explanation. Well, I guess you can't say it without insulting somebody. <laughs> but did the neutrals play smart? Or did they just get real lucky? Um, no, they, they, they played well. They played well. I will say when I played it, you mm-hmm. would think law and chaos are going to go right each other. Rat each, like if it was good and evil and neutral. Yeah. The good a, and evil are going to clash and neutral is like, meh. There's a couple of times they kind of put neutral in like kind of a bad spot. But one thing was funny was, you remember the in the forest, which is one of the cooler ones that y'all seem to enjoy. They, that one was weird. Yeah, they just kind of left the, the cool urns alone. And I was like, that's half the fun, really. I, I was think that. I was talking to Matt Couch about that one. I was like, do uh-huh. you guys mess with urns? And they're like, no. Yeah. I was like, man, ours just, that one dragged on forever to me and because of the like urns. That. Because, maybe because they didn't mess with the urns. So because they this. kept pe- picking up the urns instead of going over and hitting somebody with a sword. Yeah. You throw an urn and take a chance. Well, they kept trying to put the damn armor on, which takes like three turns. Just yep. screw the armor. Yep. But and that's but I remember what I was looking at you guys to do this. Y'all didn't. Well, you didn't. You might have done it, but yeah, you did do it. But the other two teams didn't when you played it. But these guys were smart. What I would do, pick up the damn bows and, and get out. Because you, you don't even have to move and just sit there and just feather the crap out of the other team. Focus fire and burn them down. And so anyway, but unfortunately for neutrality, like you know, it's you appear in a, in a random location. Mm-hmm. In y'all's game, I think it was like chaos and law were like right next to each other. So you know they're going to duke it out. On this table, like law and chaos were at the farthest, most divergent points on the rectangle, and neutral was right in the, one of the middle corners between them. They dogpiled neutral, you know, but still neutral won. So whatever. And even on any given Thursday, where the neutral team is in the middle of the Bifrost Bridge, law mm-hmm. was like chaos and the other, law and chaos ran past them and was just duking it out. Yeah, see? Kind of, I mean, I don't know. I might be misremembering it, but ultimately, neutrality won first. Chaos took second, law took third, and it's funny because if you look at the picture, I love Matt Couch. Yeah, he's he, a good he, picture. He did the little sulking kind of pout thing. He's playfully, I mean, he's a good sport. Law but don't it, go around here, law dog. That's right. But anyway, it was yeah, the great picture. But no, great game. Had a lot of fun. And no, everybody, the, the games Friday were good. I mean, I I wouldn't know about any of the other ones, but yeah, I can't say much. I heard a lot of good reports, but yeah, the um, gosh, the lilies were there in force. Did you do a Midnight Madness on Friday? Yeah, I wouldn't unless you put that, that out there, but because oh. your 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 loyal and faithful uh, con guys or whatever, Eddie's a good sport. He put in a run two games, but still only ran one. Hey, hey! But you put in. I get two. paid for the. I'm yeah. like stunt man. I get paid for the attempt. You, you get credit. You get yeah. Well, it's just in me. I love running games and all this gaming energy is going on. Enthusiasm. It's all over him. I'm like, man. It's like. I want to run something else. And there's an adventure I wrote when I first started doing DCC called um, Caverns of the Dead God. And it's one I'm, I'm really kind of proud of. And I haven't ran it in you a while. You should be. Well, thank you. Well, anyway, I dusted that one off and ran it. And in and at my table, I had some people that were well, all great players and people that are really good players and whatnot. And you know, they gave me some attaboys at the end, which was nice. But I, we all got so exhausted and tired. We never made it to the end. In fact, we barely oh, yeah. got our toe into the dungeon. But they just had fun in town riffing, interacting with my NPCs and following up the rumors from the rumor chart, you know, old school. But we, we had, I had fun with it. So I had volunteered to finish it Saturday night. And I love all day long Saturday. Are you going to do it? Are you going to do it? And I thought, oh, I feel pretty good, but I'll probably be exhausted. I won't do it. 
time comes Saturday, I'm like, you know what? I'll slam a Mountain Dew. I'll do it. All these youngsters, 20s and 30-year-olds, were like, Mr. Matt, I'm going to beg off because boo-hoo, I'm tired. And I'm like, you don't think my 50-year-old ass is tired? And let me add this in, too. When you guys hear the interview that we did with Brendan, oh, God. you're going to hear how tired Matt is. I was a zombie. I, I Really, in retrospect, I shouldn't have done it. Yeah. So yeah. we yeah. made it through that. And then Matt's like, I'm going to go run a game. I was like, are you nuts? And no. But it, luckily, the players, I'm glad that they, they – let you out of it? Let me out of it because <laughs> honestly, if I had done that, I probably would be genuinely sick, not just this little bit of crud. Because, you know, I got a, I got a thick skull. All right. Well, did that just get us through Saturday? We're still talking about – We were talking about Friday. Friday. Now we into jump, yes, okay, Friday night was yeah. into the midnight gaming. So Saturday. So Saturday, man, I ran my Temple of Elemental Evil in the first slot. And how'd that go? Pretty good. We'll see if it continues, how that's going to work. Because part of it is whenever we do it, we have to remember how first edition works. So it's like we have Fake four it. hours. Yeah, we have four hours and we're going to use part of it to remember what happened last time. And we're going to use part of it to remember how the system works. It'd be more work on you, but, you know, you could like send out a reminder email because you can email via tabletop events your players at a given table. But that's more work on you. Well, heck, I'm friends with pretty much all the players. So right. I can so. Facebook it. Yeah. Now, let me ask you a question. Just with off the top of this, just popped in there. I don't know. Being that it's old school, whereas most games, I must tell you, I wouldn't want more than six players tops. You could, you could technically take more, couldn't you? Yeah. You wouldn't want to probably, but you could. Right. Yeah. Because that's the only thing. When you get more players, you get less play time for each player. Yeah, individually. So that's all I care about is letting everybody have their little moment to shine. Yeah. And if you're a wizard, do not put a frog head on and try and French French kiss a giant crawdad. That's the lesson we learned. There you go. Lessons were learned. Or were they? Were they learned? But gold was one, and I said, this could be the one where they finish it up. And they got about two more runes in from the last time. <laughs> <laughs> but if they're having fun, who cares, right? It's very old school where it's like, you go out and have a fight, got to go back to town and rest. Go out and have a fight. Got to come back into town and rest. But I like that. Maybe I'm maybe I'm building it yeah, up. There's nothing nostalgia. wrong with it. Yeah, I missed. I like that. Because no I know Hitchman. That, um, Christopher, who wrote a game, he ran a game Sunday. Oh, James. Christopher James. He ran an old school mod, and he was talking about, oh my God, you know, I mean, one encounter after another after another after another. I mean, you know, he was like, it was just too much content. And I said, well, that's an old school module. They yeah, you to- can't just stop and take a short rest or we're going to sleep here and get back all of our hit points and spells. And, uh-uh. and you can't do that. It's, it is a different creature, you know, that old school. But yeah, but I'm glad. It sounds like everybody had fun. Why wouldn't they? Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, it, but for you, is it tough running, like getting into that mindset of the old school gaming? No, because... Again, I'll, I'll say we were talking to Brendan about this, and I always say it. I think I'm more of an old-school GM that I run in that style, so probably having me run something like Temple of Elemental Evil is as good as close as you're going to get to those old like 80s, 70s, 80s games. Cool. Because I'm that that angry as a GM. I'll take you out back and spank you. Well, I'm, I'm glad that these players are getting a chance to experience what we came up in. You know, for sure. Yeah, to have that experience, if we could have, you know, we could throw some chick, you know. But it's not that far off from like DCC. 
No, not I mean, really. That's why DCC is a great little throwback. You know? The thing with DCC and MCC is it gets a little bit more gonzo in certain modules. Well, yeah, it could be. Oh, absolutely. That's they, when it's like, wee. They try to bring the dread or the weird or whatever kind of. bring it The weird hard. and wacky. Yeah, well, not so much wacky, but sometimes. No, 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 no. They bring the weird and the players bring the wacky. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. That's mm-hmm. a great way to put it. Yeah. Yeah. We're talking about you, <clears throat> Matt. Anyway. Ian. <laughs> Matt and Ian. My dwarf dole banana. <laughs> and my cleric, Turpin. Turpentine. Ugh. Anything exciting happen Saturday noon, Saturday mid-shift, mid-sessions? Um, not that I'm aware of. Nothing that just jumps out and screams. I'm sure there were plenty of incredible games. No, I mean, I've heard a lot of good things, a lot of positive things. People had a good time, good games. Yeah, I mean, this is a this is a good con, you know. Um, and, and we, oh, what was really cool was, and, and not a, not a dig on other cons or something that charge a, a fee, or I guess probably not. Probably game cons aren't really bad. This, but these other geek dork. Oh yeah, dweeb cons or something. You know, you pay a fee to come in to interact with vendors and buy stuff and pay. But I understand they had to pay for that damn venue, and uh, whereas they probably already charge a fee fee to each booth holder, they still probably to make up the difference have to charge a, a, a fee to come in. But I'm really tickled that we're it's perfectly free for anybody to come in and interact with our vendors. That's I'm sure our vendors love that they can make their money, and we're happy for them. We want our vendors to just go gangbusters. There were people that I saw when I was working the desk that I'd look and go, you know what I mean? I kind of know who we sold badges to. And we know a lot of our con goers because some people, God bless y'all. We all have been here. This is all three years or the first two years or whatever. And if you put in Red Rivers, some you of it, you have been yeah. there. This is what the fifth one. Yeah. I mean, and thank you for your loyalty. But anyway, I'm like, I don't recognize that person. Who is that person? They don't have a badge on, but they were milling around the vendors. So it's good to know that people came off the street to interact with their vendors and buy stuff. In fact, there's a, a buddy of mine, a former coworker, that she sent me like a, a message like, hey, my daughter's there, and she says it's great, and she's buying stuff. And so I was like, well, great. So, I mean, it's really cool to think that we could help provide our own little mini tweebed dorked con thing or whatever for the locals, even though they get that other thing in June. Yeah, but the thing with this is you get some cool stuff you haven't seen before, especially like Splat Gaming. They brought in a lot of new bells and whistles and things that we hadn't seen in this area yet. Well, my old buddy George Lindner, he saw those boats. Yeah. You know the ones? That was cool. He bought a couple of those, I think. Good. Yeah, no, it's great. He was was smiling ear to ear. He loved his purchase. Well, that goes back to Etten Gaming, bringing in all that old school stuff that you don't see around here all that much. And I know Bradley... Hit them up pretty good. So he got an arm he made their load. He made their weekend. I don't want to think. TJ got some of that old school lid. Yeah. And I spent some decent money with him. I love that old lid, man. Yep, yep, yep. There's just something about it. I mean, how else can you get lead poisoning? I mean, come on. Well, you know what comes after the Sunday or the Saturday midday session? Uh-oh. Us. Us. That's Doing right. this crap. Yeah. Jibber jabbering. If you, you know enjoy it. this, you'd love our auction or raffle chit chat. You know. And if you love our raffle chit chat, you'd love this. We, I don't know why yeah. you would enjoy any of this, but <laughs> thank you. We 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 your you know your dysfunction is you know our pleasure, but no um, I, I people were you wouldn't like like save some of those fake laughs for me. I mean people were really chuckling and giggling out in the audience. We're entertaining. We're damned entertaining. Well you know we can be, um, but no, we had and poor Matt Couch. He was a good sport. We gave him a lot of grief. <laughs> 
He even let us bean him with some granite dice. He beamed himself for legal purposes. Pretty yeah. much, yeah. I, I was Put it on the for, record. You know, now the concussion's on us. I was checking his pupils after that. But, yeah, um, anyway, he was a really good sport about it. But, you know, he and Ian were, were great. And we were giving Matt so much crap. He took some of that heat for the raffle. Yeah, he did. Because usually there's somebody that wins way too much stuff. Uh-huh. And everyone hates them, so... Well, playfully hates them, but apparently, God, we had one congoer that mm. really, did I mention this? I don't know. Or did somebody make an attempt on someone? Well, it's kind of like, what is it? Uh, the guy that poor mouth dime bag Daryl. So some guy showed up and shot him or something. Well, it's like, we were playfully saying like, Hey, when y'all guys, you know, catch, catch Matt in the parking lot later and rough him up. Or when you see this man later on in the con, be sure to point and boo. We're joking. I mean like this, apparently mm. Matt came back later and said some guy like was literally like walked past him, locked eyes, never breaking eye contact and glared at him. And I'm like, good Lord. I think that know? real story was some kid. Yeah. Did you hear about that one? Well, wasn't that the same fellow that's now persona non grata, probably? Oh, I, okay, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, oh, oh. I heard about that. <laughs> he made like the ape noises yeah, at he, him. Like, basically, like bowed up and grunted like an ape at him and glared. Started uh, beating his chest. Here's something. I'm like, whatever. But yeah, oh, by the way, if there's anybody that was like, hey, it's my first long comedy, it's going to be my last probably because this one guy that was so disruptive, that that's not going to be a problem. I just, I'm going to be a bad guy and put it out there, but. Trust me, that won't be a problem again. All right. So that takes us into the last session on Saturday, yeah. which contained the AL Epic. Oh, yeah, the Epic three tables. Yeah. Was three it three or, or was it no, four? It was four. You're, no, it was four. Because you had four two story tables. tables, I believe. Mm-hmm. And then you had uh, Caesar. Uh-huh. And who ran the, uh, was it Nick? I don't know. I'm going to say it was Nick that ran that other that table. That was awfully nice of Nick to do that. He's a wonderful guy. He's a hell of a guy. Um. So thank you to all the folks that ran that. Yeah, thank y'all. I mean, and anybody that doesn't get it, an Epic, what makes it cool is there's four different full tables of gamers, but they're all on the same quest together. That's what makes those Epics Interacting. so cool. It's an interactive. The tables can help each other out or interact. They're on the same quest together. That's kind of cool, you know? All right, that takes us into Sunday, the last Sunday, day. Sunday, Sunday. Um... Did anything happen on Sunday, or did we just kind of sleep through it? Um, I had a really great chance to have a good conversation with Sean Roberson of Pinnacle Games. Savage Worlds? About Savage Worlds. And, you know, Savage Worlds has kind of been on my radar for a while. I lit, you and I bought the, the Softbound book like about a year ago. Mm. And there's a guy, Brack, out of uh, uh, Tyler who works for Geek World, super great guy. He's been, you know, threatening to you know run some Savage Worlds for us for a while. And so I've been wanting to check it out. And so anyway, but I've just kind of, for one reason or another, haven't done it. Well, after he, Sean, Sean really went into detail and told me some interesting stuff. And Sean's was, did a lot of stuff, the riffs for Pinnacle, you know, and he's, uh, he's a employee there now. But yeah, he had some really great things to say, some really neat anecdotes about the industry and their imprint and dealing with Kevin Sabita, whatever the guy that did Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. He talked about meeting him, and he was just very charming and just really a nice guy. And anyway, we had a gr- some great conversations, and uh, uh, um, and so I was like, "All right, that does it." So that's when I went over and grabbed the the box set from It and Games, and I bought the core book from Geek World. Try to spread my money around a little bit, spread it around, spread it around. Um, but you know, Sean's a super great guy, and now I'm like, "Well, shit, I can't wait to." I wonder if we're gonna wait till uh, if I don't get to see him till April or maybe next November. I don't know if he goes to NTRPG, but. You know, 
John was at our very first long con. Did you know that? No. No, John Watson, and he, he brought him with him mm-hmm. to the very first long con. In fact, my very first con tournament game, which was the tourney I ran that Friday night, Friday night which kind of started my trend of running a tourney game at my first night at any con, um, Sean was in the table. You know, mm. and, and Watson won the game, by the way. Mm-hmm. He got my buckle. I want my buckle back. <laughs> I want my buckle back, buckle back. Give me my buckle, buckle back, buckle back. Anyway, now you keep that, brother. You earned it. If anybody can have my buckle, it's John Watson. He's a big Alrighty, damn then. hero. He is a hero. That's an uncomfortable silence. And you're in charge of taking care of those, remember? I know. And But no, seriously, once again, we want to thank John because, um, you know, we're not mad at anybody, but, you know, somebody kind of short notice because that's how life works and these things happen boom we had a number of holes in our schedule and we're like oh shit and we're like thinking what are we going to do what are we going to do and just while we're trying to decide whose ass we're going to kiss or who we're going to go to crying and begging him please run some games for us out of the blue dun, 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 his cape pops out here comes John Watson I'd be glad to run this game and that game and help out and blip blip what a guy what a guy big damn hero Anything else to say about Sunday? Um, what am I forgetting? Heck if I know. I don't know. My game didn't make on Sunday, which That's I was going to be running the excellent adventure Mansion of Madness. Until we come up with a different name for it. Written by our own Jimmy Chong Matt. That's right. You know, old danger. And I was reading through it and I said, I am really excited to run that. And one of the interesting Thank things you. that I think came out of the con was... We're all excited to run something now. Yeah. I'm excited to play that Savage Worlds. Yep, yep, very. I want to get a chance to run that module. I'm going to do a makeup at Geek World. Cool. Yeah, because, and it's like one of those things that if anybody's interested, let us know, because y'all give us so much feedback. But anyway, um, I'm thinking seriously about getting an editor, or I wonder if Leela, if we paid her somebody letters a word. Yeah, she's brilliant like that. And an artist. And an artist, duh. Um let her look at both of those and maybe give us a little feedback, put a little polish on it. And we're thinking about uh, putting something out there, man. Putting it out there. Might yep. play test a little more. You'd break your hearts if you got to play test some of these, right? Yeah, that's one of the reasons that I want to run it so I can give you a little bit more feedback. And I appreciate that. You've got it all in your head, so if something goes X, Y, Z, you know how it's supposed to be. Right. Whereas I think somebody else running it, that's like, oh, crap, I never even thought of that, yeah. that backstory. Yeah, they need to be able to... Because like you said, figure it times, out on the fly. You're working from your memory, and it fills in those those blanks. But if someone looks at it and goes, "Wait a minute, how the hell did you get there?" Mm-hmm. You know, because there's that mental step that's not detailed in the adventure. And you're right, and I mean that's why I'm looking for some good feedback, and I'm hoping you'll be able to help me put some polish on it there. Well, here's another one that I don't even know if we've discussed this yet. For swag for the con, mm-hmm. I'm contemplating maybe that we should throw out a couple of mods. That'd, That'd be, be cool. Something for the grab bag. Oh yeah. Because we don't own any stores yet. Yeah. We don't make any, you know, we're not Reaper or something like that, where we're yeah. like, eh, just take a couple off the shelf. Yeah. So, homemade gifts are the best, aren't they, folks? Absolutely. Bespoke gifts. Bespoke. I was waiting for that. I wasn't going to say baby. it. I wasn't going to say it. We made that word our own. Yeah. So, the other thing I'll say about Sunday is, nobody closes down a con faster than us. Heck, yeah. We got that packed up and ready to go at 6 o'clock, Down I think. to a science. We the doors were open till seven, but we had everybody out of there by six, and everybody was happy and on the road. Yeah, yeah, definitely. 
this is another one we talk about all the time. We kind of have thought about doing like an MVP of the con or person of the con, but mm-hmm. you've got people like John Watson. Oh, yeah. You got uh, Robert Vegeta always running us all those games. Oh, absolutely. James Ward. By the way, you'd appreciate I gave Robert a great big hug when I first saw him, and he loved it. But no sloppy kiss? No, actually, he sat there kind of like, what in the hell are you doing? <laughs> Don't touch me was what I got from that. Good, good. It was fun. I, I enjoyed it kind of all the more. But no, we appreciate Robert. He's a workhorse. Uh, uh, James Ward is always runs a lot of games, and he runs an amazing Call of Cthulhu game. Um, Ian and, and Matt Couch ran a crap ton of games, mm-hmm. um, and we really appreciate them for that. They're fun. They're just a fun pair. They're, they're nuts. Yeah, I'm going to throw it out. Uh, shout out to Doug Williams. Who's oh, always yeah. a big help to us. Thank you. Yeah, Doug is he's such a wonderful person. I think he that I think that was his first con game that he ran yeah. this year. And same thing for Christopher James. Yeah. And hey, Russell. Russell Cross ran yeah, a crap ran a ton, ton of, of D&D. And his table was full a couple times, packed. And he handled like a champ. I'm trying to think. Laurelyn Lauren ran a bunch of games. And she orchestrates the uh, the those Adventures League, League and makes it look easy. She's great. Anybody else? But I that's why we don't I know do this. we're forgetting people, and I'm going to hurt somebody's feelings, but there's just so many balls in there. Yeah, um, thanks to the Frogs and the Splat Gaming and to absolutely. Etten and Geek World and all the people yeah. that put a little something in the And we had the, the new guy, Luke, I think. He ran Luke. a crap ton of games. Super nice guy. Luke yeah. Edgman. That's right, yeah. So we pre- I mean, How do I remember that name? How? Luke Edgman, come on down. The GM raffle. Oh, yeah. Ha, that ha. was yeah, poor Luke. We called his name like five times, but you have to be present to win. And someone goes, that's kind of harsh. And I said, dude, you don't know. We pulled his mother-in-law's name on a raffle ticket. Yeah. And he said, nope. nope Got to be present to win. This guy's present hard to ass, win. Hateful. There's no even. screwing around. That's right. I had to throw that away, man. Law and order heart. every time. Kathy is a saint. I was like, but, 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 nope. Not even his own mother-in-law. By nope. the rules. Lawful evil yep <laughs> anyway so then so there's somebody that we're forgetting and yeah. i'm sorry if if that please don't you. be upset yeah. we just didn't write down the names yeah like i said uh Beatty ran a lot of games we appreciate david Beatty. he was in the podcast um he was just really super great we got him some good cajun meat pies so that kind of he had some good eating while he was here he mm-hmm. did uh, and you know, was, we appreciate David Beatty coming out because poor Beatty. It sounds like he flew out in the last minute, flew out at the last minute. I mean, you know, left left it. Yeah, we barely got to high five him. Yeah, poor guy. You know, I just hate that he really didn't get to really. I just thought he didn't get a chance to enjoy himself, but to hear him tell it, he had a, a phenomenal time. And I we hope had a great time with did. Brendan Lasalle. You guys will oh, hear yeah. that interview soon. Oh yeah, Brendan was super. We had fun with Brendan. Imagine the poor bastard is stuck in the truck with us for an hour from Shreveport to here, an hour to Tyler, an hour back from Tyler. You know, and you and I. Mean, I remember thinking, well, gosh, what will we talk about? And my wife said, when have you ever been at a loss for words? <laughs> so welcome to the podcast, folks. I just put a mic in front of them and, yeah, and nod comes, once in a while. Here comes the verbal diarrhea. Um, but uh, and, and we had it. But anyway, to, to finish the whole weekend's excitement, we did a game over at Dragon's Lair. On Monday. So on the Monday. con was a, what, five-day weekend for us? Yes. Started on Thursday at 7 and didn't end till. I don't know. Seven, eight o'clock on. Till we got home on Monday night. Yeah, Monday night. But I tell you what, Brendan ran his experimental uh, game, and man, it was so much fun. I'm seriously, guys. It was. It, seriously, I, you guys. It blew my mind. It, it was. Well, great. that was the thing. I'm excited to run stuff because, like I said, I've 
I was reading your module and getting pumped up on that. And then mm-hmm. I think just learning more about Savage Worlds, we're getting mm-hmm. pumped up on that. Oh, yeah, yeah. And then seeing Brendan run some games and some of the different stuff that Masterful. he did. You're like, yeah, all right, I'm going to copy that or I'm going to try that. There's a lot oh, of... I'm stealing with both hands. Yeah. Both hands. Just yeah. stealing. So there's a, we got a lot of new tricks in the bag that we want to try yeah, out. Added, added more to our repertoire. Um but yeah, it was yeah, and it was so it was us, the guy that owns Dragon's Lair, so an old friend of ours, and the, a guy that was there as our fourth man. I have no idea what his name is. God bless him, Jonathan, maybe or something. Why not? Yeah, I think I think Jonathan. If not, I apologize. Whatever your name is, but he was a cool guy. I liked him. We had a lot of fun. Yeah, he was a nice guy. Yeah, he really was. Calrice, nice guy. Calrice, good guy. So that was pretty much it, right? Yeah, that's all the con report. What yeah. I would like to say is if you have any comments, complaints, questions, yada, 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 that you didn't say to us at the con or you haven't relayed to us so far, we're still looking for feedback. If there was stuff that was really good, we want to know. If there was stuff that was not very good, keep it to yourself. Mm-hmm. No, we want to know too. But no. I, I really pat ourselves on the back. I think we did everything pretty well as well as we could. But going forward, if there's anything that, that we can do better or the venue could do better. We can't fix the process. If you don't tell us, we can't yeah, refine yeah. the process. Well, just, I'm saying if they, if going forward, I hope we can have every con, we're going to have all of our cons there. Yeah, I hope so. Until they run us off. But the, to the fact is, if let's say there's something about the venue, that's just not perfect or about us or the way the cons are being run, come and talk to us. I won't kick you in the taint. Mm. I promise. No specifics. Oh, you don't have to be specific. Yeah. I'm just giving you the option. Yeah. We didn't hear any complaints about the con. That's what I'm going to say. Exactly. The, the, the con, everybody raved about, everybody to our face raved about the venue. And how wonderful, because it is an amazing venue, you know, that we're lucky to be in. Extremely lucky. You don't know how lucky we are. So we, we. You can't imagine how expensive <laughs> it is either. Yeah, it's insanely expensive because it's, it's the nicest hotel in this damn town. So understand something, you know. We're, we're lucky to have the place, so we need to be nice to them. I'm just going to put that out there. We'll try to just put it out there. We need to be really nice to the venue and say nice things to them about them. But if there's something wrong, let them know right then. So or let us it. know or if you're not comfortable know. with it. We'll be glad to drop on that grenade if you're like bashful or something. But talk to us, okay? But anyway, I'm not going to say any more about that. But we had a great time. We heard a lot of good things about the venue. Everybody, yeah, everybody loved the venue. Can't wait to go back. Yep. Yep, yep, yep. Good stuff, Maynard. Anything else? God, I mean, I know we're forgetting somebody or something. And I feel terrible because everybody was just great, and we had such fun. We we were on cloud nine when that con was over because everything went so well, and everybody seemed to have it. We, if you're having a good time, then we're that's what makes us happy. Yeah, I said it many times. This is that was the year that we had to survive success. Yeah. Could we get big and be in the good location and just kind of live up to expectations? Can we be good enough for what you want from us now? Yeah. And with all the help of our GMs and little helpers along the way, I think we accomplished it. Yeah. If you had a good time, go out into the world and tell people this con's great, da 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 da. You not that we want to get much bigger. When, yeah, not much at all. We really don't. Because we're just two guys. We hit about 150. Yeah. That's going to be the official number that you hear is 150. Yeah, officially, yeah. And the biggest that we're ever going to get is two. To 250. Yeah, we, we've done That's a lot where we're cutting, yeah. Because we're just two guys, you know. And and the thing is, because if it gets too big, we're worried that, well, we don't, we, we, we're glad that we can provide you with a really good con experience. And if it gets too big, 
two guys probably can't do that. It's not worth getting bigger if we can't. We want to keep the same level of excellence. And we can fit 250 people in there and still be roomy because we can use those other two rooms. Like we, you may lose the GM lounge, yeah, but it'll become play space. And you mentioned that we're really proud of that. And the people doted on us. This we we love our players. We love people that pay to come to our con. But down the line, always my number one thing is. And Eddie was like, way back in the day, let's do a con. I was like, we can't do a con unless we have enough game masters. And that was always my biggest concern because my greatest appreciation is for GMs. No GMs, no games, no game, no con. So we had a GM appreciation room. There was all kind of cool snacks in there, sweets, chips, all kind of a, a smorgasbord of beverages. Great selection. Nobody abused it like I was worried about. I yeah. figured... Everyone might sneak in there, but now people were respectful. And yeah, it was a great used place. Used it wisely. It was quieter, some nice couches and chairs. I saw some gyms in there prepping their games or sitting on the couch reading their module again to getting ready and highlighting. So it was really great the way to place where you could go be quiet, away from the crowds, to prep your modules, whatever. Robert Kelsey, that's one that we're forgetting the big name. Oh, good Lord. Yeah, good Lord. Nobody runs more games than Robert. Jesus mm-hmm. Christ. Yeah, Robert's great. We appreciate him. He tried to scare the crap out of us this weekend. We may have to go to his house hog time and drag him. Yeah. You know. He'll be at the next one, whether he yeah. likes it or not. Whether he wants to be or not. But, um, yeah, we can't thank him enough. And everybody loves his games. But we had the GM lounge and we had a GM raffle. Yeah, specifically for GMs. As many ways we can say thank you to the GMs. We appreciate them. We really do. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think that's enough. That's more than enough. Too much, really. So... We're all out of hit points with our zero-level characters here. We'll see you next time. Later.